0: Welcome to the Renewing the Center podcast. My name is Chris McDaniel, and we want to thank you for joining us today. Here at Renewing the Center, we're answering God's call to work for the spiritual renewal of the church. For more information, visit renewingthecenter.org. We're glad to have you with us today. Now, let's make some space for God's renewing work. Today on the podcast, we are going to be looking at a passage from Matthew chapter 17. This is one of the healings of Jesus, and I think has something here for us today. I'll read, then we'll pray, and then we're just gonna jump right in. This is from the Daily Lectionary in the 2019 Book of Common Prayer. When they came to the crowd, a man came to him, knelt before him and said, "'Lord, have mercy on my son, "'for he is an epileptic and he suffers terribly. "'He often falls into the fire and often into the water, "'and I brought him to your disciples, "'but they could not cure him.' "'Jesus answered, "'You faithless and perverse generation, How much longer must I be with you? How much longer must I put up with you? Bring him here to me. And Jesus rebuked the demon and it came out of him and the boy was cured instantly. And then the disciples came to Jesus privately and they said, why could we not cast it out? He said to them, because of your little faith, for truly I tell you, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move and nothing will be impossible for you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Father, I do ask for your grace to help us to see this passage, God, without being distracted by it. Lord, I pray that we would, um, we would not lose the plot by being fixated on demons or on whether sicknesses are demonic or not. Lord, I pray that we would actually hear what you have for us today as we sit with these words from Jesus, this action and this conversation, frankly, that Jesus has with his friends. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. So, y'all, here's what I think the Lord has for us today. I believe that the bottom line in this passage and where it intersects with your life and mine is, is in this way. We must confront the things that overwhelm us if we're going to trust and begin to continue to grow in our walk with God. We have to be confronted with overwhelming need if we're going to continue growing. So, Needs. Uh, Wherever Jesus was, there were needs. Uh, There was something about Jesus that encouraged people to name their needs. They brought their needs to him. And this is what happens here. A guy comes on behalf of his son and he is at his wit's end. He's tried everything. And he names his need. And I just want to say to you and to me that one of the things the Lord wants us to grow in in terms of a capability is being able to name our need. And some of you listening to me today were probably taught to hide your needs. Solve your own problems. Maybe you were taught that neediness is a sign of weakness. Uh, I just want to say to you that it is the nature of the soul to need. And both the father is confronted with a need in the sense that his son is oppressed, but the disciples are also confronted with the need in that they could not help this father. Uh, the need had overwhelmed them. And both groups are able to admit that they're overwhelmed, both the dad and the disciples, these friends of Jesus. And so everyone in this story is aware of their neediness and is able to name their needs. And I just want to say, you and me, we have to learn to become aware of our neediness and to name our needs before God and before one another. But it's not just enough to name your neediness. You have to actually bring your needs to Jesus. And that's exactly what the dad does. And after the fact, after Jesus heals and sets the boy free, that's what the disciples do. They come to Jesus and they say, what happened? Why were we uh, unable? What, What was going on there? Everyone's naming their needs and bringing them to Jesus. And I think that for you and me, we have to become more Practiced at bringing our needs to Jesus, It actually, in a very emphatic way, saying, "I do not know what to do with this. God, help me." So the man here is persistent. Uh, we're told that he went to the disciples and they failed, and so then he just says, "Well, I'm going to go straight to the to the source. I'm going to go to Jesus." And so he comes to the Jesus dem, to Jesus, demonstrating a, a kind of persistence. He doesn't give up just simply because he runs into a roadblock. He he comes to the Lord, and I want to say to you. That there are probably needs at play in your life that if you gave up when you met, were met with some resistance, you would just be left with the need. And some of you listening to me today, that's exactly where you are. You, you ask God to, to heal an addiction or to solve a problem in a relationship. And then when things didn't get better, you just thought, well, I guess I'm on my own. This guy continues to press in, and Jesus heals the boy. He actually drives a demon out of him. The boy is restored. Uh, His life has been given back to him, and the disciples are confused because they say, essentially, why could we not engage this obstacle? What happened? And what does Jesus do? He doesn't say, well, guys, you just didn't say the right words. He He didn't say Uh, Guys, you just weren't wearing the right clothes or you didn't uh, hold your mouth just right. He actually says, you need to grow. So they come to Jesus and they say, we're overwhelmed. And Jesus responds by saying, you need to grow. He's reminding his friends of the need they have to continually take ground in their faith so that their faith would grow. And I believe that when you and me, when we are confronted with needs that we cannot fix, Jesus would look at us similarly and say, your faith is small, let's keep growing. Contrary to the way some would interpret Jesus' words, he's not shaming his friends. He's not shutting them down. He's actually inviting them to step in, to lean in, to step up uh, to, to him and say, what does it look like for me to be a lifelong grower? See, I think that one of the things that we all have to answer is that um, we need to be more honest in our assessment of where we are. Don't We can't and shouldn't pretend to be more ready than we are to face the giants in our lives. Uh, I think the invitation here is to admit when we're not ready and then begin to get ready by spending time with the Lord and taking incremental steps in our life with God. So I would just ask you today to look at your life and consider where are you being invited to grow? Where's the Lord asking you to start small and take ground? Where's he asking you to admit your needs and frankly, that which overwhelms you? I think if we do that and we we practice doing that, I think that we're gonna be the kinds of people who begin to take ground, get stronger and grow in our faith. Father, I pray for my friends today today. And I just ask you to help us to be honest, uh, both with ourselves and with you. And I pray, Lord, that you would actually uh, catalyze growth in us as we seek to walk with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you felt moved or inspired by something in this podcast, an idea, an image, or an impression, carry it with you into your day as a prayer, coming back to it again and again in the spaces throughout your day. Be curious about what God wants to show you. What in your life needs to hear this word of encouragement, inspiration, or course correction? And be courageous in your response. The Holy Spirit will give you the grace to carry out whatever He places on your heart. And thank you for being with us today. We look forward to having you with us again next time here at Renewing the Center.